is the number one commodity in the world that you can't get back once it's gone. Time. So I will keep this brief. I'm Muthita Panmuk, a time efficiency expert and a business operations strategist, who is as known as the Time Queen. Welcome to my Get Unstuck Radio. Running a business can be very overwhelming at times, especially in the first few years when you are required to wear the hats and do other things. You started your company because you had a vision that almost every business owner has when they begin. You wanted freedom, true freedom. So you are in the right place to help you build and grow your business that support your lifestyle. Not the other way around. Without further ado, let's get unstuck. Hi, get unstuck nation. Today, um, please welcome Nasine Oki from Life Up Education TV. You know, I'm from Thailand and Nasine is from Japan. So today, we will share a little bit about our experience um, working with expats from other country and also bringing the knowledge back to the home country as well. So let me introduce you about Nasane a little bit. Nasane is the host of Life of Education TV. She's an author of the book called The Game of Self-Domination, which we will talk a little bit about that. Very interesting. And she also managing director of an international project management service called Foreign Connect. Thank you so much for joining Get Unstuck Radio today, Nasane. Yeah, thank you very much for having me today. I'm very excited. Yeah, so before we get started on any entrepreneur journey, though, can you tell me a little bit how your entrepreneur journey has started? Yeah, so I think the whole life I have kind of been entrepreneur-ish. It's only that I gained my courage to like become one um, after. Actually, let me let me start over. Um, so when I was a student, I decided to study business, not knowing what I was about to like get into. Like I didn't know what I wanted to do, and but during that time, I had to like taste it. Like I had to taste what it's like to actually work in American like working environment because uh, I have to remind you, like I I was an international student with broken language, like a broken English. I didn't even have a degree at the time. But um, I gained my courage to go to America first, right? And I think that decision itself is kind of like show that the sign of entrepreneurship and like entrepreneurial person because you you have that initiatives, like you have that leadership, you have that courage to do something even if you're scared, right? So that was like probably one of the earliest sign of me being like kind of entrepreneurial tendency, right? Like having that entrepreneurial tendency. And going further, um, I decided that I wanted to take some time off from school. And regardless of, regardless of all the odds, uh, because like I said, it just didn't make sense for any companies to hire me at the time. I was not an asset because I didn't speak English at the time. I didn't even have a degree. Like I was super young, like teenager, you know? So it just didn't make sense. But I still had this like urge inside of me that I needed to see what it was like to compete against other American, like other like actual American, like local people to get a job in a foreign country where I don't even speak the language, right? So I think that's the second wave, I guess the second sign of me being like very entrepreneurial, like a risk taker kind of tendency, right? 
Um, and actually what I ended up with is, I don't know how to describe it, but I was very attracted to that concept of entrepreneurship at the time already. So what I ended up doing during that period is actually I uh, picked up some jobs around marketing and the environment where I could meet a lot of entrepreneurs and investors. And at the time I was in Seattle. So the tech community was very big over there. So I, I ended up working in that environment as a marketer um, and got to work with a lot of companies who do like, for example, accessibility for startups, right? So I got to meet a lot of entrepreneurs and it really inspired me um, of like how I look at the world, um, my framework of how I, I'm perceiving the world. Because these leaders that I worked with or worked for at the time uh, were thinking about how exciting the possibility of technology was to how it is it was advancing the capability of human so the life standard was even changing because of the technology right and so it was beyond business excitement it was it was excitement for the humanity and that was what drove me essentially to start my media life of education tv that comes later um, but yeah, so at the time, what I noticed was like, I was very interested in people. I, I'm very interested in business, like entrepreneurship, especially because there's that characteristic that I really like about entrep being entrepreneur. But at the same time, I wasn't very driven by money. I was driven more by people. I cared a lot more about what the impact I can create on people. Uh, that's why my interest in Transpoint was like technology, right? And I, so... Going back to school, I decided to study economics instead of business because in economics, it's not only you're studying about money, but you're studying about government, you're studying about education, you're studying about like people matter as well. And that period further nurtured my interest in like how I can create like ultimate impact in my way to the possibility, like to maximize the potential of humanity. Like, and then as I mentioned, that kind of became the form of um, the form that it became today, which is Life Up Education TV, because I noticed that I'm, I'm very good with like a media. Um, I, I had this admiration for becoming a me media person. And also I'm good with like talking to people, understanding people. So that's the, that's how Life Up Education TV came. And so I feel like I'm <laughs> talking forever, but I'm going to cut it short. So basically after that school period, I, I took another very courageous move, which was to move from Seattle to move to the completely the opposite side of the country, Florida. So Washington to Florida. Once again, not knowing no one, I didn't know where to work at. I didn't know nobody, like nothing, right? Like I didn't even have a place to live, but I still did it. <laughs> and um, eventually I found some position with um, doing like a business consulting, or I guess, I was doing like digital marketing in a consulting company, in a business consulting company. And coming back to Japan after, after some time, I came back to Japan and I was still selling the service from that previous company. And basically what I found out was like, I could just sell their service here and provide project management service myself, like to the Japanese clients. So that's how Foreign Connect was formed because at one, at some point, I decided that it made more sense for me to just go independently. 
and just form my own thing and do what what I was already doing at the time. So that's how the two things I'm involved with came to today, which is Life of Education TV and Foreign Connect. So um, your book name is uh, The Game of Self-Domination. I think it's kind of like um, related to the story that you just mentioned to me and to the audience today about how you discover what you actually want in your life and how you achieving it, right? So how, do you, how would you describe to master yourself and able to recognize this trait and decide that this is your path today? of what you are doing? Yeah, I think, so one of the things I talk about is self-awareness. And actually it might be better um, or easier for people to understand if I just describe or give you the overview of how the book is formed. Um, It consists of three different phases. I talk about how you can uh, practically achieve anything you want in very like practical standpoint. So in the first phase I talk about is how someone can create a dream. And in this phase, all I talk about is emotion. Emotion building is needed because if you're logical in this phase, you, you will never try, right? Like, cause you, you will always have some kind of reason why it is not a good timing or why it is not good for you to do it now. So in the first phase, all we talk about is emotion. And what I noticed here in this phase is that you need two things. One is desperation. Desperation in a sense that you have to be at the place where you feel like so sick of where you are right now. So emotion so strong enough that you just need to change something and you have no other option. And you also need to have inspiration and your inspiration needs to exceed your desperation. So your inspiration, what do I mean? What I mean is really exactly how it sounds. Like you need to have something that really pulls you up. Um, so you need to have two factors in there, uh, motivating factor. And then the second phase I talk about is self-awareness, back to your question, right? Um, and in this phase, we talk a lot about let's redefine who you are in relation to what you do. And actually, I br- bring up two concepts to talk about that. One is from ancient Greek philosopher, uh, Aristotle's. And then the second one is from a philosophy philosophical concept of reason of being called the Ikigai from Japan. Mm -hmm. And we will kind of give you different examples and perspectives for you to go through this phase. And then the third phase is let's, let's redefine what the success means because in the second phase, um, along with defining what you want, who you are, um, we also talk a lot about let's understand failure and rejections as they are like with, some logics because those are very emotional experiences and a lot of people fail because they can't gain that resilience when they face hardships. And part of the reason why is because they take everything very emotionally. And I I understand it. Like, I'm not saying that that's bad or anything like that. Like we all do that. But in this book, we focus a lot about like, you know, having that high sense of emotional intelligence and really understanding what's going on with some high sense of logics and then really help you to gain that courage and uh, resilience to get back on, back on your track. And then the third phase, again, because we 
redefine the failure and rejections and hardships. Now it's time for us to talk about happiness. So in the third phase, our conclusion really talks about, so what is happiness? Like why are we, why have we even exist, you know? So back to your question, I think mastering yourself matters, like self-awareness definitely matters because it creates resilience. But at the same time, that's not the 100% of the picture. I think if I, the reason I wanted to bring up the whole process, that whole phase was because on the third phase, when I talked about happiness, basically it connects back to the beginning statement of like, look, like we don't know, right? Like we don't know what is right or what is wrong. And actually it's a foolish thing for, for people to try to guess what is right or what is wrong answer because there's no such thing. But what matters is the growth that you get out of your journey, the, um, the resilience, the, you know, sometimes I also talk about self-love. And one thing I notice about self-love is like you earn it. Self-love doesn't just happen. You earn the self-love by doing the hard thing and keep doing the hard things. So back to your question, I guess, you know, self-awareness is important because it allows you to have that resilience. But at the same time, that's not the hundred person picture when, when it comes to talking about happiness. Like we don't even know what's the right answer is, right? But in the end of the day, it is super uncomfortable to be in that spot knowing that there's no right answer. But that's just called life. Like that is what the life is about, you know? And what we can control is then really to try to enjoy the journey as much as we can and focus on the growth, focus on the positivity, like focus on the good thing side of the journey, you know? So yeah, that kind of like goes back to your question. And I guess the reason I wanted to bring up the third phase. I think to say like that would be like, uh, how to say that um, sounds easy for anyone, but of course, entrepreneurship is not easy and it's also sometimes lonely as well. So could you share your um, struggle and how you overcome it along the way until you become success as where you are right now? This episode is sponsored by Mutita Clothing, like what I'm wearing right here. So if you are a petty sized lady who are looking for high quality apparels as well as a neat cutting and premium pattern, check it out at mutitaclothing.com so that you can be simply elegant by no time. Let's get back to the episode. Yeah. And actually, I feel like I'm not doing it for the destination. I mean, of course, there's that side of me that like has have some sort of benchmark in order for me to be productive. But at the same time, like every day is hard for me today. Like I, all I hear is no's. And I think that's where people get wrong is like, it's not you achieve one goal and until then it's like super hard, you know? Like you could also lose everything you have tomorrow, you know? And entrepreneurship is like, I think it's about like owning all of your failures and still having to come back tomorrow to try to build everything up again. Mm. And like you said, like there's a tremendous stress to it. But at the same time, I think people, I think we could lose. We, it would be a very burnable place if we only do it for 
the trophy, if we only do it for the success, I think the number one mm, I guess secret or the number one rule here is you do it because you you don't know how else, like you don't know what else to do. Like you, you do it for the process. You're not doing it for the trophy because, like I said, like you can literally do, regardless of how much you have been successful until yesterday, it it wouldn't matter. Like it, you could you lose it, everything, lose it tomorrow. Then what are you gonna do? Like if if all of your like willingness is literally only tied with whatever you have, then you're not gonna be able to get back up again. You know. So I think the only way for someone to be happy during the process is to love the process of hearing the no's and just enjoying that stretching, like enjoying that stress. But at the same time, like you can be best self like at all the time, you know, because you just don't have any other option. <laughs> so, yeah, for me, that's how I kind of see it. You know what, after I have been speaking with like hundreds of entrepreneurs, um, what I discover is actually to have to like, okay, let me put it this way. Um, to have a goal is good. Mm -hmm. At least you have the purpose. But then to have a feeling of you still survive and figure out how to survive each day is actually give you more sustainable in entrepreneur journey rather than keep chasing the goal instead. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that is something that very really fascinated. Like um, we really not aiming for that trophy at all, but actually we aiming to heal our own curiosity and just want to mm. make something new that like make us feel excited every single day. Therefore, we mm. still in this journey along the way. On the other hand, mm. those who um chasing the trophy thought that start a business, we give them millionaire status, for example. Um, mm. They might not stick for a long time. They might able to make it. They might mm. not. And they would blame that this is not work for them. But... Mm. Like you said, even though we failed before, I mm -hmm. failed many businesses. I still here and I still trying to make it work. Mm -hmm. Like as exactly what you say, and I think that because I don't know what to do else. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. Kind of like one of the way, but. To talk mm -hmm. about happiness, though, I think it's like there are many factors involved, as you mentioned, like. If we talk about EKI, it's going to be like a lot that involved, right? Until we find that um, sweet spot in the middle. And to get back to the self-domination though, do you think it's a game that you play alone with yourself or you play as a team? So the reason I have the word the game is because actually I thought of it from a different approach. So the game i wanted to kind of defer life as a game because like you said right like we all fail but like the if there's a game there's a winner and there's a loser and that's okay competition is healthy in my opinion hmm. and the game the same thing like you can get up as many times you can take as many failures as you want 
only thing that really matters is can you keep going like mm-hmm. even if you are hurt even if you fail so many times like can you come back and the logic behind competition is very very simple actually whoever wants it more wins in the end you know yeah. so from I, I kind of see the game part is referring to the life like can you come back right mm-hmm. and then self-domination again I think literally the number one key to come back to the field the game is discipline like the self-domination the discipline like really understanding how to create the discipline and you know there's actually something interesting that I wanted to bring up because we brought up the domination part now is that so there's this track um uh, sound that I listen to when I do like workout and there's this one from Elon Musk like mashup of his inspirational words and he says if you need inspirational word for you to pursue your dream don't do it and I think about it a lot I, I think that's what it is is that like it really comes down to discipline when it comes uh, when we talk about resilience I think a lot of us tend to point finger at like this dream is not working. Like I can't find what I really want to do or blah, blah, blah. I think what they are lacking is patience too and discipline because these are very big factors. And I think, like I said, like many times it's only the courage that people are missing of like, pursuing their dream and not so much of like I can't find the right thing to do you know because we don't we all don't know in the end of the day what we're doing right like in the core but but it's just a matter of having that having that courage being placed and also as a leader like as a leader uh, who someone who wants to like create something right like it's the nature thing and then the second thing that's very very important is the resilience the discipline the um yeah being able to like bring yourself back to the game even if you fail so yeah that's why I refer the the book as the game the game of self-domination yeah I mean that's I think that's very important like it's always mm-hmm. important that if you have to wait until someone to motivate you it means that mm-hmm. you can't you can't carry on with yourself at all you have to wait for someone all the time and that's not mm-hmm. how you survive in this game really so Nate, mm-hmm. um in case anyone want to follow your work and know more mm-hmm. about you where can they reach out to you then yes so my media is I guess my name is Natsune Oki, just in case anyone missed it. My media is called the Life Up Education TV, and my book is called The Game of Self-Domination. And people can buy my book from Amazon, or my website also has a link to buy the book. And I am pretty active on social media in the order of YouTube, uh, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. And what else? But I'm really everywhere. But I, I am active, especially on YouTube and TikTok. Um, and what else? Oh, yes. Yeah. So 40 Connect, that, that is B2B business. We help companies who want to come to Japan to do anything from market research, marketing, digital marketing, and project management as a consulting. So if anyone wants to like learn more about it, 
you can also reach me at natsune at foreignconnect.org. Uh, the website is foreignconnect.org. Yeah, awesome. So all the details will be in the description, everyone. And yeah, please check out the book, The Game of Self-Domination. I think you may get some ideas after you have heard our conversation right here. And it may inspire you to keep going to get what you want in life and have a joyful life. Thank you so much, Nasane, for joining Get Us Stuck Radio today. Thank you very much for having me. I hope this episode inspires you to get unstuck wherever you are in your journey so that you can have your business that support your lifestyle. Get a show notes at helpyougetunstuck.com today. Start implementing what you have learned. The results of your consistent effort and improvement are worth it because you deserve the freedom to enjoy your life. Speak to you next time and don't forget to get unstuck.